Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 79 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this week, it's brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. So go to www.couchtowncoffee, find a coffee you like, and uh, make an order. When you make an order this week, you can save 20% because they support live music. And uh, you know what? It's great. I love the fact that Andrew himself, the roaster over at Couchtown, is he himself is a musician. So that's really cool. Uh, cheers, Andrew. I really appreciate it. Got to get me some of that Couchtown coffee. It's my favorite coffee. So go to www.couchtowncoffee.com. Find a coffee you like. Make an order. Enter the code word JAM. The code word this week is JAM. And uh, you can save yourself 20%. Why is the code word this week jam? Because I am sitting down with Clint Riedel and Jesse Wilson. Clint and Jesse, uh, I see them at the jams in Barnum quite a bit. Clint hosts the jams, and uh, Jesse's been showing up at the jams for the last year or so, and he's been absolutely killing it. It's one of those cool things where um, I'm relatively new to the scene, I guess, and, and somewhat so is Jesse. I mean, he's he's played in bands before. But uh, this is kind of his first venture into the solo thing. He, you know, we kind of get into that a little bit, how he got started playing solo music, writing his own music. That's really cool. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of fun. Clint had us both over to his place and we kind of just did a little bit of a pass the microphone around and talk a little bit. You know, me and Clint were talking a little bit about how weird it is this coronavirus has kind of put a lot of musicians out of work, which... It's not really that cool. So uh, we discussed that a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of musicians staying really busy. Uh, check it out. Some of them are doing live casts. You can Venmo money, donate money, do all sorts of things like that. Some of them are making videos. Some of them are recording music. It's going to be pretty fun. I bet there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out by the end of the month uh, from all the bands, Northern Iowa and beyond. So check it out. I'm really excited to see what all the musicians and artists are doing while they're quarantined in their houses. So keep up the good work, everybody. I hope you guys enjoy this awesome episode with Clint Riedel and Jesse Wilson. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. All right, all right. So, uh, Audible Farm Podcast, sitting down with Clint Riedel. Uh, good I'll, to see you again, man. Yeah, it's good to see you too. I, this is going to be a, a nice, fun episode because um, I was talking with you last night, and we were going to record a podcast last night, but I forgot uh, some equipment. Um, I forgot the recorder, actually, the most important part, and I forgot it. But uh, so we were we were conversing, and this seemed like a good topic to touch on because it affects a lot of people that listen to this, and it's the Obviously, the coronavirus thing going around, and uh, uh-huh. a, a lot of you guys seem to be, uh, in essence, out of work, whether or not it's hobby work or whether or not it's actually your job, you know, and that's uh, that's kind of crazy to think about, you know, that uh, there's no live music right now. I know. A lot of cats are taken to the live streaming of, like, their concerts. I think Tank Anthony's putting one on tonight, I think, and uh, I know Joe and Vicky Price will have theirs up uh what is it, the 23rd Saturday, I believe? But, um, yeah, and then, you know, Matt Woods and Ryan Doty and everybody, like, we're just getting by as we can and brainstorming. And, like, I've had a couple good ideas. Like, my brother, Mr. Jeremy Ober, whom I love a lot, uh, is without income, basically. You know, he's, he's still got lessons and stuff, but then I thought, well, why don't we just start releasing 99-cent, you know, like, singles? You mm-hmm. know, because you can only throw so many live concerts. People are like, okay. 
I'm still not at the bar hitting on the drunkest chick there, you know, which is half the reason you go to concerts or whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, but like, we can still support him in that direction. Like, yeah. And he's got so many killer ass songs anyway, so why not just set him out there? Because it's going to be hard for all of us to pool some money at this point and like make an album. But with Brad Hofing at the helm, uh, he's he's freaking amazing. He can produce that stuff real quick, real well, and then we can get it out to the masses at you know ninety nine cents a song. And just I hope everybody supports everybody through this stuff because it's nuts. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like generally speaking, I have seen anybody that has I don't know uh, any ties in the music scene. Uh, I mean, throughout Iowa, have been putting on. Um, like, hey, we don't have a show this night, but instead we're going to, you know, set everything up so we can have a live stream of us playing what would be our set at that show anyways. So if you wanted to go to the show and you couldn't make it, we'll still have the set live streamed for you to watch. It'll just be in a basement or or something like that, you know. Um, I've, even, I've even seen uh, Ben Hall's Speed of Sound yep, yep. studio. He's, like, setting stuff up and still going to try to attempt to do things like that at his awesome. uh, you know kind of recording studio he's got so that's uh down in the des moines area uh check his podcast out i did a podcast with him i got all the deets for him back there that but, must uh, be why i see all this stuff on the facebook this time uh, yeah because you know i'm always following audible farm and yep like yeah he'll post some of the stuff he's doing in the audible farm group on facebook so that's, well, that's speaking probably of supporting you know supporting each other that's awesome man yeah yeah, yeah it's really cool to actually like you know, some of the people I've run into actually, like the people, you know, up in northern Iowa have, you know, befriended and actually know who they are. And that Audible Farm group actually kind of helps bridge the gap that would, you know, normally be there that, you know, people don't, you know, jump between towns too much. I'm kind of lucky in the fact that I get to, you know, kind of live in one place and play in another sure. for the most part. Uh, but Yeah, because that hometown hero stuff is really hard. Like uh, Brad told me about that. I'm like dude, we're playing Manson, your whole family, all your friends, this is going to be nuts, you yep. know, and it's kind of, you know, just a run-of-the-mill regular show, and I'm like, That's, you know, this is your hometown, man, what happened? He's like, nobody cares, they know who I am, they're just like, Brad plays a guitar, and I'm like, oh, that can't be it, and then I played Belmond, my hometown, and I'm like, get ready, I used to serve you drinks and flip your burgers, and now I'm going to rock your socks, and nobody was there it was like 10 people seriously oh man uh, no it's it was it was horrific and very humbling and then uh, a reminder that you're just supposed to play to two or 200 it don't matter dude yeah i i recall i've you know i've come back up to humboldt with three finger betty and played shows uh if you guys don't know three finger betty the band i play in punk woo, woo. punk band down in des moines uh but they uh, I did watch you live uh brad and i got done with a show somewhere and we were driving home and he's like hey man peter's like streaming right now i'm like a concert i think you're at the poor house oh yeah was that was that, that yeah, yeah. I, we probably streamed that one right on yeah i caught that show and i'm like nice man i've unfortunately always working so yeah. in different towns i've yep. never caught a three finger betty show yeah yeah uh, yeah. Oh, hey, this is Jesse, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Jesse's here. Yeah, oh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna hand the mic off to Jesse here. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Oh, let's hand it to him now. Jesse, what's up? Jesse, what's up? Uh, you know, I've actually seen you at jam nights here in Barnum, and uh, you're relatively new on the scene to me. I mean, how long have you been playing guitar? Um, 
you got, I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on, but you, I mean, you've, you started playing a jam nights, you play acoustic, you started doing uh, your own tunes, you play covers of other tunes, but you kind of spice them up in your own flavor, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I've been, I was in a band, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, seven years, five years ago, Dirty Thunder. We played, we played uh, heavier stuff. We covered everything. We had one original at the time. These mics are uh, crappy. There Oops, you go. Sorry about that. There you go. Catch any of that? Yeah, I got some of it. Uh, <laughs> so I played a little bit, just rhythm there with my cousin singing and a couple guys, and then we kind of broke up. And I hurt my knee this a year ago, about to the day. Uh-huh. And you know, I told myself if I'm going to be laid up for that long, I'm going to get better at playing guitar. And I started singing and playing every day. And this is how this evolved in one year. Big ups to him, Clint Riddell, for throwing the jam every Tuesday. That's like a live show. Whenever you want to come get your, you know. Dude, it is a beautiful Cut place. Your teeth. I have to say. Clint's talking home. smack about Ashton. No, it's dude. It is probably one of my favorite places as far as a jam night. It's low pressure. Um, the place could be packed and it still seems low pressure. You know what I mean? It's like you go, to get that way. It wasn't always that way, <laughs> dude. dude I, I mean, I've you have. Have you ever played at like a jam night or gone to one where like a Patty's used to just be packed wall to wall with just murderously awesome musicians? You know, people that would just come out of their basements and they're not even in bands and they just right. slay. Just get together and it works and, out. Man. And, it, you know, I'd get up there with some of those people. I'd be like, man, this is so nerve wracking, you know. And But like for some reason out here, everybody's so laid back and it's just like, hey, you're playing. It's like, uh, you know, like, heck, I played the drums last jam night, you know, and uh, you played, Clint played the drums last jam night for a while. You know, everybody played. Oh, you know, yeah. and that's just keep a little rhythm. You know, and that's just what it is. Everybody's just kind of having fun. I always feel like this is one of the best environments on a as a jam night to just kind of come You've in. You've probably seen a jam or two also in your time. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you like uh, pretty much, is this where you kind of explored playing your songs then is just at these jam nights? Yeah. I mean, I've only, I only had a couple songs wrote and I got hurt <clears throat> and I started writing. <clears throat> I come over here and uh, to jam night to Clint and he's always pushing you know like he, he's do, he does like i don't know 70 he could do a whole show probably all originals and that's admiring singer songwriter clint riddell <laughs> yeah he's he's he, I, he's he inspires me with his songs he writes and stuff so just push me to get better coming over here yeah yeah man i mean <clears throat> just me i was talking with clint about this before you guys showed up but it was uh you know i i've written songs i'm not the best songwriter like what what drives you to like write music? Because I get so like weirded out by writing my own music and just kind of like trying to like show it to people. It just I don't know. Like, how did you get past that? Is, was that ever something that was nerve wracking to you? Well, uh, <clears throat> I did, yeah, it was nerve wracking. Uh, I turned the big four zero uh, about a week ago, so <laughs> I started getting rid of my care what people think thing and just push forward with all I got and just let's see what happens. Yeah, you know, type of deal. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, you said you played around in a rhythm uh played rhythm earlier did you guys ever play many shows or anything like that or yeah we we did the you know like i don't know four street depot our, our big break was going to be new year's uh at community but we broke up right before it because the bass player turned out to be a piece of shit and <laughs> whatever. we don't get into that but yeah that was going to be our big break yeah we were did- getting good ice ice baby was one of our crowd favorites we played it with the whole band i did the doom 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 with my guitar oh sweet you know like dude how old were you when all this was going down oh shoot i don't know third early 30s probably cool dude it's like i always feel like when when you're in your first band you're like dude this is the coolest thing 
ever. We are just going to crush it everywhere we <laughs> everywhere. go, all the time. And, you know, <laughs> and it, you can't seem to think you're ever going to do any wrong. And then, uh, you know, sometimes you like the band breaks up or like things happen. Because like my first band was in high school and I, I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then I started like going watching other people play, and I was like, "Man, there's a lot of really good musicians out there. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta step my game up a little bit, you know." Like, and I feel like you and I have the same avenue, though. Like, I sat down for a while. I had a lot of free time, and I was like, "I'm not just gonna waste this free time I have. I gotta do something with this." So yeah. I was like, "I've been playing guitar for a while, kind of like you. Like, I'd, I'd played for you know five, six, seven years, and you know, off and on, and was just like." I never really got good at this thing. Right, I, want, right. I, want, I want to try to get good. I was at almost this thing. satisfied because I could play a couple songs. No, you got to keep pushing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I was like. I could play songs. I don't really know what's going on, but like now as a songwriter, you're starting to be like, I can tie these chords together, and this makes a song. And what? Oh, I can throw this chord in here too, and it could you know add depth to this song. You know, and so you can start thinking about weird stuff like that. I'm trying to stay around uh, people that are better than me at everything I want to be good at, and it's it's. I'm just going up. Yeah. Mr. Jeremy over playing around him. You got to bring it when you're around him. So, yeah. yeah. I forget who said that. Brad Hofing, all the, all, there's lots of greats have been over here playing. Yeah. And I mean, that's the, I think that's one of the crazy things uh, about the area, like in Northern Iowa, would be the fact that uh, there's a lot of really good musicians up here. I mean, there's a lot of guys that stay really busy playing a lot of shows. And there's usually a pretty decent turnout at most of those shows. And, you know, I was just getting rolling. Damn you, coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that is a thing, though, like uh, with the coronavirus, like there's no more jam nights, you know, to come play at and stuff like that. Um, you have recently recorded a single. And, Correct. And it's uh, your first single. Like, congrats, dude. That's got to feel really good. Like, uh, it does feel really good. Like, really good. Uh, last night, uh, I had just the right amount of medicine in me, and uh, I was just feeling it. Tyler was professional as heck. He's he's. It's going to be amazing just by how he's carrying himself. The venue is amazing. The junkyard. If you haven't been there, come check it out. Awesome Americana all over the walls. Bartender's kind of an asshole sometimes, but the other ones are good looking. So come, come on through. <laughs> Everyone's got to give Ashton some crap. I, I'm going to defend Ashton here. Ashton's a good guy. <laughs> come to the junkyard in Barnum. It's a really fun place. No, but like uh, you're recording a video for the for the whole thing, and uh, it was kind of neat to actually, you know have that happen uh it's not quite done yet you got to do some other stuff to it before it's all done so it's not quite done yet but but you've recorded the song is the song yeah, the song i think is pretty much recorded it's going to be mixed down brad hofing's going to kill it all that the, all, all that so stuff great. yeah the video that's the first thing we've done we're gonna we're gonna try and have it wrap by sunday it's all happening kind of fast i think it's all happening for a reason it feels good it feels right the people i'm around so we're just gonna do it and see what happens. Yeah, man, it's it's kind of crazy. Like you've you've all I feel like all the pieces kind of fell into place like perfectly uh, as far as like all of this works for like it, it it helps get your name out. It helps keep keep people busy, you know, in this time where like musicians can't go out and play something. So I feel like everybody's kind of doing the right thing by like, well, let's just record something then instead yeah, because we can't. Album. You know, everybody's got stuff to record, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's time to do it. Yes, and now's now's the perfect time to sit down and actually, you know, spend the time and energy on things like that. I'm already thinking about the next one. Let's go. There you go. You know, that's a good way to be, though. Uh, <laughs> here's I can only imagine though. Like, how do you feel having like when you were recording the video for this, like hearing the song 487 times? It's actually starting to 
sound pretty pretty uh, angelic, so I'm liking every time I hear it right now. It's just going to get better. That's I keep telling myself this is the worst this song's going to hear every time I get kicked over a copy that I know is not, you know, maxed or down or whatever. Dude, yeah. That's what's exciting for me because it's already sounding pretty cool. So it's... Yeah, dude. So you haven't released this online or anywhere yet? No, it's. I, I put a little teaser when I threw a little fishing rod, my lure in one time. But I, other than that, it's gonna be hard. I'm gonna have to wait for the video, I think. But it's gonna be hard not to leak it, dude. That's that's cool. You know, it's uh, it's really sweet because I've you know, there's people up here that have uh, made a lot of music that has seemed to have done well. At least the videos get tons of views online. It seems like, and I f- I feel like you're right in right in the wheelhouse of that. Uh, modern country kind of sound that uh well i don't know is there a name for it like a an actual name for the genre it's country but it's like i don't the- you know i'm not gonna put myself in genres because I, I like everything you know this that's the kind of the feel this has it's kind of got that new country hip-hop beat some people hate it i just heard it and loved it and i knew that's what i wanted for the song uh, we might have to put some drums on it sometime. Fernando killed it last night. Dude, yeah, Fernando. Fernando like, stepped in. He came in, did the drums. Jeremy Ober did the lead guitar on there. I think we got some good stuff. Well, yeah, it, dude, it was tons of fun to watch. Uh, watch, you know, like a drum beat get added to a song and uh, have him play some stuff because he's pretty damn talented himself. He's, he's very know? talented. Yeah. Uh, so if you ever get a chance, check him out live. Check him out. He plays with Tank Anthony, right? That's correct. Yep. Dude, yeah, check that they're out. Killing it. Dude, yeah, they're they're just absolutely slaying. It's it is kind of crazy to just see this all come together and uh I love seeing the community kind of just come around and and help somebody out. You know, it's uh, one of those deals where you you're around all the right people to help you out and do all the right things. And everybody's more than willing and happy up here to try to do the best they can to help other people. And, you know, within the musician community up here, everyone, I mean, even just me and the podcast has been really, really good. Everyone's, you know, high fiving me. I mean, you got a three finger Betty sticker on your guitar. Yep, uh, yep. It's, it's, it's going to be in the video for, for I mean, it's in there. It's in there. It's I mean, in that's, there. Clint Riddle t-shirt for the yeah, Jeremy Ober's got a Clint Riddle t-shirt on. Even I mean, it's it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. I can't um, wait either. It's, it's exciting. I'm actually really excited, um, having sat there and watched some of it happen uh, to see the final product. You know, because I'm I'm not gonna see any of the other recording because you're gonna record other stuff, right? I mean, you were talking maybe having some sort of like a a storyline going along to split up just the playing. Right. right. Yep. So, like, there's going to be something else going on, not just... Constant. Yeah, it's going to have a storyline. So, I think there's going to be an actress involved come Sunday. We're going to get a rooftop shot at the sunset. The weather's kind of screwing us throughout the week. Otherwise, we do some right now, but it's going to be nice around the weekend. We're going to knock it out. It's going to be Dude, great. it's cool. I'm excited to see exactly what, what goes on with this. It's going to be tons of fun. I, I, You know, this is the first time. I, it's not like I'm a an extra or a double or anything in this video. I just sat. You told me to bring some for Sunday. If I got any friends that want to come, maybe the, we might use it. We might not. Just extra for some part of it. So Yeah, maybe yeah. hit them up if uh, any of your any of your buddies are listening to this. I highly suggest hitting them up because it's Done. You know, it could be a fun way to, to you know, just stand there and uh, look cool while you know jesse's out there kicking some ass because right. you know i don't know that's that's some of the funnest thing ever though is like just the fact that there's like these little pockets of communities that are actually supporting musicians when i i mean i was just so self-conscious playing music growing up that i was just like yeah i don't know if anybody really actually likes this you know and it, right. i never actually could quite tell i think it got to a point like you said you just don't really 
care if people. Yeah, I didn't mean it like total. I don't care, but if they, if you, if you're rocking with what I'm doing, come on, let's rock. If you don't, I mean, that's on you. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have fun with these people over here that are feeling my stuff, and I'm gonna keep it moving like that. So. Yeah, I mean, you, you play music. People come up. They show. They come up to your show. They watch you play. They enjoy it. They come back. You know, that's like all you can literally ever ask for. You know, if just, somebody walks up to you like at a different bar where you're just chilling, having a drink. And they're like, you played at JoJo's or you played at Sneakers that night. You killed the. It's awesome. It feels great. Dude, that's the coolest thing ever, especially like having somebody come up to you out of nowhere uh, just to say they actually saw you play somewhere else. And it's pretty and, cool. And even liked it. You know, it's that's like, pretty cool. it's pretty awesome. You know, and I mean, I even think like uh, we've brought Three Finger Betty up here and played in Fort Dodge up at the Eagles Club. And, you know, it's it's crazy to see, you know, people from the community up here coming up and watching my band play. I mean, I've even seen people from the Fort Dodge community coming down, you know, to Des Moines and watching me play and that that's, that's like mind cool. blowing to actually yeah, see that happen like I'm not saying fans but lovers of music yeah the ones that go out and support our dumbasses are like <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude and I you know I think generally speaking there is a kind of a comeback when it comes to like people enjoying live music and and more willing to enjoy you know going out and playing I don't remember who I was talking to recently but they were talking about how there seems to be like nobody's genre specific but everybody kind of picks a lane that they kind of acquire and and there's that it's excuse me like there's a tank anthony band kind of blues but there's so much you can't just call them a blues band yeah 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 and brutal's like a a kind of a metal-ish rock band but they're not just that there's so much more i mean that's the thing is like everybody's this one kind of thing but there's so much more and every band has so much to offer to literally almost every venue that they choose to play at so that's one of the coolest things about like a good scene right now yeah i mean everybody seems to fit in everywhere with everyone and uh it's kind of neat you know i i'm just on the outside making waves let's see what happens yeah it's it's kind of fun to just kind of just sit on the outside and work your way in though because i've i mean it's it's met a lot of cool people man so far that's one of the other funnest thing is like when i first started jumping into the music scene i didn't realize down in des moines atumwa like quad cities iowa city like everywhere you go like fort dodge it's just packed everywhere it's packed full of musicians most people are really really cool too you can sit down and have conversations with them really 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 good people all around and it's 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 pretty neat to actually like just go out there and every, almost every podcast i sit down i find somebody you know new like you that i get to sit down and talk to and and kind of get to know a little bit mm-hmm. and it's it's fun to to get to do that and i mean oh, that's uh it's kind of what you're doing in a sense you know in the in the area around here just like one by one you're playing shows in different places getting to see different people you get other musicians kind of coming up to your shows and sit, like you know coming to watch you that's probably oh, yeah. the coolest feeling in the world is other people watching my main man, Clint's brought me up a couple nights at Sneakers. Shit, man, I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it, too. <laughs> Jeremy brought me up on my 40th, and we did the song that we're actually recording. He played lead, and he just, that was the first time he'd really ever played the song, and he played front to front to back, lead over, and it was just angelic, and mm-hmm. it was dope. We started doing the it's recording nice after that with Brad. Nice to see what you think is going to sound like turns into what it's yeah. going like. It's already out. It's outgrown me. The song's beyond me now. Uh, it's It's cool watching what it's doing. Yeah, it's, it's past me, and I, I know that. So, <laughs> and, you know, it is really cool to let somebody else give their artistic take on it. You know, as well, because, um, like 
you just play the acoustic guitar for the song and you're not shredding any of the leads in the song that's jeremy ober and it's not to say that like you couldn't if you wanted to but that's jeremy it's ober, jeremy ober. That's jeremy like, ober that was the man for the job he got, he got the job and killed it dude and that's it's so cool to just be like can you add something to this and then he throws it on there and you're like dude this thing i was doing became so much more now and then if you just like right. can we add a little bit of this to it and it's just like boom now it's even so much more you know it's uh it's kind of like you just like you could just like you know i don't know i'm trying to think of like an analogy you could just like cook a roast but if you put seasonings and and sure. you know you know taters <laughs> and right and it, exactly it's just like dude now ah uh, brad don't want to be in the video he's like uh nope behind the scenes guy i think that's one of my favorite things about brad is i've tried to get him on the podcast a few times and uh uh, he's not, it's not like he's not like he's shy. He just likes to do work and uh, just sit there and 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 not necessarily, you know, it's not like he doesn't want to be seen because he plays in Blue Ribbon Ramblers. I mean, he has go, a blast doing it. You from can the go, show I saw at Shiny Top. Yeah, man, I <clears> killed mean, it. And I saw you guys at Community not too long ago, and that was a great show too. So I mean, it's great to you know see him and watch him play live. He just likes to, like I said, do work. He's like the sound guy and all this. He does yeah, all yeah. sorts of he crazy stuff the whole like band that. Out first. Out in the crowd, and then comes and does his bass. He already had the bass, but God, he, yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. And it's fun to you know find those kind of people in the music community uh, out there that are sure. exactly mm -hmm. uh, just absolute gem. Uh, he, I'm sure he would record stuff for anybody if they wanted him to. I'm sure there's a you know a fee involved as well, but it's still it's justifiable to have somebody that can do stuff like that the proof would be in the pudding whereas like clint's got a new song that he has recently recorded um and uh that's uh also recorded by brad as well yep uh oh. we laid that down oh that's my cat goody two shoes she wants out that's all right don't go being a sloot so brad recorded your song and also jesse's song yep just hanging out in the scale house right where we're sitting right now actually nice yeah so that's you know it's really kind of crazy to have that because like the like i said the proof is in the pudding i i know how good your song sounds jesse and i just recently heard a little bit of clint's song oh yeah we just uh brad brad put that out on youtube as of about 45 minutes ago nice yep. nice that's cool and um this, this comes out on thursday right this does so uh hurry up and get over to youtube <laughs> yeah definitely um tomorrow maybe or or hopefully soon it should be on the regional rock hour um, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that uh yeah josh mason thank you for doing what you're doing yeah. uh i'm i'm gonna somehow send you a link so maybe you would like to throw this up there because you still have a job even though i said ass on the radio <laughs> i think i think it's all right yeah um Yep. Uh, while the world dies. Oh, yeah, that's how you find it on YouTube. Clint yes. Riedel, while the world dies. Yep, you can search Clint Riedel while the world dies, and I uh, that's how I searched it and I found it. So it's definitely there, and uh, it's it's pretty cool to sit and think like uh, that song was written like three weeks ago. Yeah, right before everything just went a little little crazy. I was sitting around the house thinking, well, I learned a new chord progression to me, and it was just all in minors, and I'm like, man, this is eerie and you know what do you do with that and i'm like what else is sad and like our president so i wrote a song about our president and it just became very topical to this coronavirus outbreak which uh i would just personally like to say is really hurting a lot of people so please go out and support us dirty musicians in any way you can other than that yeah um it became a very topical song so i hope you guys enjoy it yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to think that like in a matter of like three weeks, you you wrote the song, you played it on the radio 
with uh, Josh Mason. Was it was it Flip Night? <laughs> yeah, or? that was awesome. So I, I think uh, that's what it was. Yeah, he called me up and he's like, "It's uh, Johnny Cash's birthday, so would you come on and do a little Folsom Prison or something?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'd love to play some Johnny Cash for you." And I got there, and the whole day I had just written that song like two days before, and I thought, well. Johnny Cash was a rebel, so am I. All right, let's just surprise Josh Mason. But I was kind of like, Kennedy was in the studio, and Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't tell Josh Mason this, but I'm going to play this song like it's an anti-Trump song. Mm -hmm. And she's like, ha, 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 go for it. And I'm like, he won't be mad at the surprise. She's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) And like, as I'm playing that song in the studio, Josh Mason is just like, you can see him. He was like, oh, no. I saw the video. The video ends, and it goes off without a hitch. Great song, by the way. Thank you. Um, There's a video on Facebook somewhere, but when it's all said and done, uh, Josh is just like I had my hand on the button, waiting, <laughs> waiting to push the button. I seriously forgot like half a lyric just because I looked over and saw a beat of sweat, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh no!" So, he didn't see that coming at all. So I just finished it up with a little Folsom Prison. I don't even know how it transferred into each other, but it worked out well. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of good people in the music community, that's uh, that's yep. another one. Uh, Ninety-two point one. Yep. Give it a listen. Regional yep. Rock Hour every yep. Friday. Mason. Yep. Five o'clock, God bless him. Yeah, I mean, he's got all sorts of shows going on. I, I, like I said, there's, he has one that's, a, I think it's a promo for sneakers, maybe. Uh, I, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, oh, but, yeah, they're flip night on Wednesdays. There you uh, go. Oh, my goodness. Well, once again, there goes things that interrupted uh, by a coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So, sorry, Holly Campbell. Thank you for your support of live music down there at uh, Sneakers. We'd play, you know, we'd rotate. It was awesome. We'd get a big... Speaking of community, we'd get a big old group chat, and she'd be like, all right, Chris Carr this day, Jeremy Ober this day, Clint Riedel this day, uh, Day Drinkers, my brothers, Jordan Reuter and Caleb Ferry uh, this day, and it's like, oh, thank you, because a Wednesday gig is not an easy thing to pull, you know, during, yeah. like, off-season. Like, in the summer, sure, bike nights and whatnot, but, uh, like, for her to do that through December, well, November, like, we've been doing this a while. She'd yeah. give us all, you know, a paycheck on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. That I think she has curbside food, so don't forget to go out there and get some food. Yeah. But other than that, I feel bad for, like, Cindy. And geez, just everybody working there, like, everybody in this field, this mm-hmm. industry, just service and pleasure, you know? Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to think that uh, how many businesses are actually, you know, affected by this. Like, almost, almost every... Oh, it touches of, everyone's life yeah. in one way or another. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean to be honest, like it would have been probably the best this week to do a whole bunch of Skype interviews because of the coronavirus. It would have been more fitting. But we're actually uh, sitting down. Huh? We're all sitting down face to face. There's only talking. four of us. There's only four of us. We're all twenty feet apart. Thank you. Um, and I'm drinking Lysol. So, yeah. <laughs> jeez, it's brutal. No, I mean, like it's crazy to to think that like. Uh, you know, like Josh Mason's out there doing what he's doing. He's giving everybody a voice and giving you guys the ability to play your music to the community. And not only that, but you got all these businesses in town that seem to have found their niche uh, and in agreement. There's nobody really competing with everyone. There's yeah, like, there's between usually... Shiny Top and River Hops. Yeah, and, yeah, shout out to all those guys too. You know, yeah. Just everybody. There's a real support for live music, exactly. and they don't. They're not like, hey, we're doing it now. Yeah, we're gonna compete yeah. with your show because we heard that yours was good. So. Aww. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's true though. The musicians here are absolutely killing it. You guys are all staying really busy, which is the craziest thing to me. 
I mean, I'm I'm busy, but I'm not I'm not as busy playing music now as I I have been in the past, mostly because of school and work. But it's the sense that like you guys every it seems like every single night there's one of you guys is playing somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And I say one of you guys like that's you know ten to fifteen bands, yeah, no uh, doubt. in some sort of form from, or another. Yeah, from Beaver Creek to you know Vino's Jazz Trio, it you know there's music to be had, and we're all always doing it. It's Absolutely, amazing. it's and it, I mean there's so many bands that don't get like tossed in the mix that you know like like I said we could just sit here and just be like this band and that band, but yeah. but it's there's so many like I said there's so many bands out there that it's it's kind of crazy to just see every single one of them and if you miss them it's like i can catch them you know two weeks from now at a different place or like in between that time like they might be playing like down in des moines or ames or over in iowa falls or like you know they might and i love that too because uh say we do go to the you know like we're over in iowa falls and they're not going to make the drive from fort dodge but they happen to have like a old high school buddy that lives you know in ackley Mm-hmm. So they come over and catch the show, and that's just kind of how it happened. And then we started playing Ackley, mm-hmm. and now Brad and I are kind of a, were a constant figure over there. Mm-hmm. Just it's, no, not not one bit. And it's all just you know, like hey, check these guys out, you know. So um, that that spreads. Just make sure if you're playing to a room of two people or two hundred that you give it your all because those two people might you know get you five more gigs. Yeah, I mean, and let's like. And let's be honest, I mean, as good as Facebook is, as good as social media is, as good as doing all of the, I released a song on Spotify, go listen to it, as good as all that is, nothing beats, first off, going to see the band live, but like, secondly, no is, is like verbal, you know, word of mouth kind of like advertisement for the band. Somebody being like, this is actually really good, I think people should check it out, which is one of the reasons Jesse's here. Oh, when but, I was a tattoo artist, that was that was the exact same way. Honestly, you give one bad tattoo and a thousand people aren't coming your direction. You give like a hundred good tattoos and, you know, a hundred people like you. So you're, you're known for your negativity. Yeah. I mean, it literally works. I, I know firsthand like, uh, Justin Liebert from St. October out of, uh, well, it's Davenport area, but, uh, Dustin Liebert actually like, he was just like, Hey, I told a whole bunch of people like verbally to be like, Hey, you know, follow audible farm i'm gonna send you an invite to it and he and he added like 80 some likes to my page in a day and it's that just helps. like yeah and he just like i told all these people this was gonna happen and then on one day i was just like here we go and you know uh jesse's back on the mic here clint's, hey. gonna, clint's gonna step out but uh while we're on the topic of social media etc do you have a facebook page yet yep jesse wilson i mean it's just it's just my regular one it's not special like to music yet or nothing but so you have a profile yep just my name all right do you uh are you think you're ever going to make like a facebook page that's just like a jesse wilson music possibly i think that'd be easier to maybe advertise and for just you know whatever i'm new to it so yeah need a little coaching dude I'll, i'll tell you what like you got a smartphone and you're smart enough. I could set one up for you here. And, Might have and, to do that. And what, by the time we're done with this, I can help set me one clean up. up a YouTube channel because I do got some music on there, but it's not. It's all. It's all like uh, you know, elementary type stuff. But yeah, I'd be more than willing to to sit down and you know give you some pointers because that's something that I've been trying to figure out myself is like the best way to manage all that stuff. So the the thing I did was just went out and got one of everything and was just like, how do I how do I do all this stuff? And I just Kind of tinkering with it. Yeah, I kind of figured the best way to go about doing some stuff. So, like, uh, yeah, the Facebook page is a really easy one because then, you know, people that aren't your friends can like it and everybody can like it. And you can just be like, hey, I'm going to 
be here on this night and all of them can be like oh that's cool yeah yeah you know yeah. and then you can share it on your page too you know right on uh yeah i got i got some music from some gigs and stuff up there it's kind of some of it sounds good i put up there so check it out on my page my regular page right now jesse wilson so yeah we might have a jesse wilson music project something it's in the works tonight yeah. we'll figure it out yeah yeah maybe that'll maybe we'll work that out i mean it's it's so cool to sit and have like the ability to you know have some of these people at your disposal to help you out it's it's kind of cool to actually just be able to help anyone out so if anybody i guess if anybody's listening you want some pointers on any of the social media stuff i'm not like super whiz kid at it but i can tell you what i know and you can use it or that's or do whatever you want with it because I don't, I don't know. Cause you can just, you can get by pretty easily. It's just tougher to find if, you know, if people aren't your friend and, you know, so it's like, oh, you, you, you made a post and it's not shareable cause it's from a profile. Can you make this shareable? You know, right, you, you right. all that weird stuff kind of yeah, going on. That's sometimes. all new to me. Yeah. It's, it's easy peasy. You got this. I feel like, uh, I feel like it's pretty cool though. Like I've, I've seen you play at jam nights and we were talking about how like you don't want to just like pigeonhole yourself as a country artist. Cause I've seen you like even drop D and play some rock stuff. Yeah. You know, come like, to my show and you'll see what I mean. I'm, I, I don't pigeonhole myself per se on stage. Cause I play everything from yellow wolf to, um, uh, David Allen Coe to, uh, I mean, I've seen you do like rap and I've seen you do like, uh, Scott type stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's everything. It's literally everything. I got my loop station on there. I like I'm messing around with that. I'm that's still in its infancy too and it's just getting better the more I use it. So. Dude, that's some of the funnest stuff ever is starting to play a little bit with when a loop I look, station. When I look out and see the crowd like a 60-year-old woman or man bobbing their head cuz I made a beat that I looped on my loop station, that's I'm like, "All right, I got you. Here we go." That's super cool. Are you uh are you putting a guitar through a looper and doing it that way or? Yeah, I can loop I can loop my riffs or my rhythms or whatever. I haven't really got into doing too much of that couple songs but otherwise i just do the beat and uh i got a little egg shaker brought it with actually tonight oh, that's the, cool high hat part that's awesome man yeah, it's fun it's fun that's pretty sweet i uh i, I loved doing that I've, I've done it like a little bit i played a show last year in humboldt where i i looped a bunch of stuff together i had acoustic and electric all all hooked into one yeah. unit and stuff and I it was, is a lot of fun it's tons of fun to yeah. sit and be like well i'm gonna play uh you know can't you see by marshall tucker band and then i'm just gonna loop the acoustic and play electric lead over top of it when i'm not singing you know chords you know it's it's the same chords for the whole song so it's pretty easy to do you know so i mean that was like one of the first ones i was like dude i could turn this song into like a seven minute just epic Epic, you know and uh you know i you know you just start soaking up time with things like that and i i I love part of it you know what i mean yeah Yeah, you start to figure out where you fit in and some of those things uh have you ever thought about like this? Like, uh, I love to see that most times you go places, people don't usually play the same songs. There's a handful of staples that most people will play and most people have played. Uh, Wagon Wheel would be the one that, like, yeah, I always yeah. point out. Like, I Mary hear, Jane's Last Dance. I've heard that by a few cover band type people. Yep, yeah, I, I, I hear it a lot, but it's still it's still good every time because it has a different flavor Absolutely. every time somebody else plays it. And then if you're at a jam night, it's like, oh, it's this guy flavored with those people flavored or whatever. You yeah. know, it's like that you got this chick on bass, got that dude on drums, or between me you know, and Clint, we could probably play that wagon, a variation of Wagon Wheel, and like 10, 15 different songs. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. keep it going. Oh, yeah, you know that's really cool because like. Like I said, like uh, there's, it's not like ever, anybody's trying purposefully not to step on anybody's toes. I feel like a lot of everybody's personalities comes out in not only what they play that's original, but what they play that's covers. Because you get to you get a wide berth of of what somebody listens to, enjoys, what influences them, 
when you get to actually go see somebody play for a couple hours. I saw something pretty cool then the other night. <clears throat> I saw uh, Jordan Reuter yep. at a jam. He came up and played a Jeremy Ober song, and then like he, uh, he played also a Clint Riedel song. I thought that was pretty cool. If your peers are wanting to play your songs at their shows or at a jam, I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty. Uh, that's baller, dude. Yeah, that's pretty that, cool. That's that's super cool. I mean, that harkens back to I mean, way back in the day when somebody would write a song and then like you know. Oh, uh, you know, like who the whoever covered this, and you know, oh, the monkeys did this, and mm-hmm. they did a version of it, and you know, think like I shot the sheriff. You know, that was redone by how many people? You know, or whatever. But it's uh, it's pretty cool to actually just have all of that at your disposal, like out right. here, to just have a bunch of people that are willing to do that and and be as original as they want to. Like when I had to play a show, I played a show that was uh, two hours, was what I agreed to. To fill two hours by yourself is. Uh, pretty tough i've found um i'm not as as deep into it as some people are filled four hours by themselves it's pretty wild i don't know how they can do that I'm pretty comfortable with two right now two four i i can do three probably but i might have, i played a couple songs over last time that's the longest i've played by myself was two hours and like 40 but there was a couple re you know uh requests that i already played like i do a mean version of get low by little john the east side boys that's true acoustically that's true that's come true. check it out tis true and that's what i'm talking about you get all sorts you can you, there's no telling what you're going to hear when you go to play stuff you might hear somebody covering somebody else's song from right here in town like uh there was there was an occasion i remember seeing uh brutal republic play a uh lone tree revival song granted jeremy ober is also in lone tree revival yeah, yeah. but it's not there's no horns you know so you get a mm-hmm. completely different feel for what's going on and it's uh it's really cool to kind of have that kind of stuff go on um uh, as far as covering stuff you have like a bandmate of yours covering your song we were just talking about jordan reuter covering one of your songs yeah, yeah. you know Pretty cool what's that you know it's it's really neat nice. you know and it's a. Uh, it's also cool. cool to, you know, like Jordan Reuters played uh, like real big fish songs, you know, when I go to see him live. And it's just like, well, this is insane because not only is he doing this, he's throwing capos on there and finger picking stuff. Nice. And it's like, dude, this is this is pretty cool because he's playing a wide, like I said, a wide berth of stuff, you know. Oh, and, yeah. um, we both play a little Tyler Childers. I like that about Jordan. We jive on that one for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I, uh, I always tried to like when I went to jam nights originally, I always tried to be like, you know. At first, I was like, well, nobody's going to want to play Ted Nugent. It's not a jam song. And nobody likes Ted Nugent, you know? And it's just like... What do you want to play at jam night? Oh, it's like Ted Nugent, you know? Like, there you know, you it's, there it is. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, and that's that's crazy because I like I played at a jam night uh, in Four Dodge at Patties and, and it was just like let's play this it's pretty easy and it's you know a stranglehold it's for the most part it's only like there's only like two distinct really distinct parts of the song if you really want to break it down do them dun, dun. yeah and it's just that over and over again just do that for like nine minutes you should be pretty good for the most part you know that's the whole song um but you know all of a sudden everyone's just like yeah i can i can jam on this so then i went and played played it once at a, another jam night that was in bode and uh ron lee king was there and i was like uh you know ron lee it's uh i gotta hear the rest of this story know, it, it's it's an a and he's just like i don't know and i was like no nah, you'll be good and he's just like all right we'll see what happens and you know shredded it probably destroys it just absolutely destroys <laughs> he's like it. i'll try yeah he, it's so funny that's the other thing is there's so many people that are modest that are just absolute killers out here it's uh it's pretty funny beast yeah it's you know 
that's the other cool thing is I got to play Stranglehold with uh, Ron Lee King and a, and a guy I went to school with at Iowa Central. You know, I went to school older. I was like an older student going there, but I met a younger guy and he's like, I play bass and guitar. And I was like, can you play Stranglehold? And he's like, yeah, I bet I could. So he just looks it up on his phone while we're sitting there waiting our turn to play. And he's like, yeah, I can play this. And it's just like, no way. That just happened. So he goes up there and plays it. You know, we played that. We played uh, Going Down, which uh, if you've seen Eastbound and Down show, oh, yeah. um, which is a pretty funny show. <laughs> that's hilarious. The opening song to that, like that's one of the songs I like to play at jam nights. And it's, uh, it's a semi-popular jam song, but for some reason I never hear anybody else playing it so i like to play it at jam nights but i you know i lean a little bit more towards some sort of like a blues and a rock kind of a feel and uh that's that's where that's like more my avenue i guess i think i seen you jam one other time you played a little electric a little lead didn't you yeah yeah. i'm that's that's kind of where i try to lean towards i'm not the you know i'm not the strongest singer so i try to not sing as much as possible or if i do i try to lean you know like i said into the blues category to kind of you know where anything's good. I'm still no. trying to figure it all out. I'm trying to figure out where I fit in with my range and stay in my lane there with that, my voice and. Yeah, let me ask you that. Like, have you always sang? Like, is it something? Did you sing in school growing I like, up? No, I, I didn't. I was never in band or or like you know whatever the other class is. Chorus would chorus, be the singing yeah, one. Choir. Yeah, I thought it was always stupid, but now I wish I would have did it back. I wish I would have started back then. If I would have started when I was coming out of high school or something. Yeah, that's another thing I think about. Like, I played in band in high school, and I played, like, uh, I don't know, like, trumpet. I I sang. I was not good at singing. I didn't take it seriously. I didn't care. There was a lot of that going on. Uh, Mm -hmm. Quit rubbing the mic. (laughs) Uh, No. Uh, So, like... I didn't, I didn't, I was not good at it. And like the older I got, the less I cared about, you know, learn, oh, play the trumpet, it's stupid, you know, and whatever. And I, I didn't take it very. Play the trombone in seventh grade for the record. And there you go. So you do have a little bit of background in it. <laughs> but like, I didn't take it very seriously. I played all through high school and everything, but I just, I just never really put my heart into it. And then I started playing guitar and really liked it. And I was just like, man, I wish I would have paid more attention when I in took, a, beginning. you know, when I took my music theory class in my senior year in high school, it would have probably would have soaked a lot more up and actually used a lot more of it now that i play the guitar but yeah, yeah, you know yeah well yeah true hindsight's always 2020 and i don't Absolutely. i don't think i'm gonna be like vino unless i put in my thousand or ten thousand hours you know that was what they always say ten thousand hours makes you an ex- expert <laughs> too old to put in ten thousand says clint <laughs> hilarious <laughs> So uh, where do you where do you see like do you have some more songs that you got uh, I know you yeah got... for sure I got some I don't know where I'm I'm just gonna start I'm just gonna start going blah and just start writing and maybe I'll flush some of the bad ones out and see what comes but that's cool that you have that like much... I don't hate any of my originals really I don't, I'm sure other people might not like them as much as me but I don't hate any of my originals I got like five or six right now so. That's awesome. That's a good way to feel, happens. though. It's, I, I think you're like got the right positive mindset, too, to be like, you know, I'm just going to put stuff out there, and whatever sticks, sticks. And yeah, what, I'm good and, with it. And whatever doesn't stick, it you're not going to hold it. You either learn from it or, or, you know, you might still love that song. Yeah, or don't hold anything against it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's... Yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, you could change it into something else. That could be one of those things that's like, I got this song here, and then it's like, well, maybe Jeremy Over throws a lick on this thing. You It'll know, definitely like, be a remix, you know, or or maybe we pull in somebody else to you know throw yeah. uh, throw something down on this. You know, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe we throw some drums in on this one and make a full band thing, uh, and yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this thing is a is a rocking tune because it's, it's fucking. Fuck, it ain't even sad no more. It's like the bitch. The bitch. <laughs> you can swear. That's cool. 
<laughs> I, uh, I apologize for swearing before my bad no it's totally cool i've I, the funniest part is uh i've rarely ever drop f-bombs on here but i do it sometimes and i'm always just like when i do it i'm like Ew! and then i'm like uh well oh, I'm stung it's, a bit. it's cool but uh <laughs> dang you know and uh i even found myself recently apologizing and uh <laughs> especially to my mom if she listens to these things sometimes uh you know where can you catch this your, your podcast at audibleforum.com the youtube page that's youtube.com slash audible farm uh, audible farm on facebook twitter instagram um it's i i i did it that way because it was the easiest because it's nobody had audible farm so i just took everything that was audible farm so audiblefarm.com you can find it's all the a links dope name it's a dope decal i like everything about it really yeah i got some stickers here i'll totally hook you up with some new stickers for sure cool. um i i'd I'm in the works of possibly getting some new merch. I just need to get slightly less busy so I can uh, make it all happen. But uh, cool, man, man. tax season, it's, it's upon us. I need to file those one day. Yeah, that's what I always keep thinking. But uh, I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. It's, a, it's, you know, it's a fun thing to uh, actually, you know, go out there and I like, I never thought about this. Like I went to school and actually used it. I never, you know, if somebody would have told me like 10 years ago, I would, I would have like went back to school. And while I was doing that, I would have played guitar and learned how to play guitar better. And then not only do that, but like got a new job in the, you know, in the field that I studied and, you know, not only that, but started a podcast, you know, and it's like kind of crazy to be like, like you said, I wish 10 years ago, I would have known this, but you know, this is this proper path you got to take to get get to where you got to go kind of like cutting your teeth a little bit too you know i didn't know if you'd still be on the stage at this point right yeah right yeah old railroad that fun some of the the, some of the madness yeah i mean that's that's some of the other thing is like it's it's nice i don't know why i don't have a railroad song clint i think we should we should probably knock that out you should probably knock that one out yeah (laughs) yeah you know that's uh that would be cool to have uh dude that would be tons of fun to have like a you know featuring or like the two of you put out like a co-song between the two of you where like you take a verse he takes a verse or something like original yeah Yeah, that'd be cool you start like mixing like you know like the rap people do it or like uh there's really popular in like the instrumental guitar scene to do it as well we do a mean uh Folsom prison blues yeah i did uh did see that at one of the recent jams uh actually on your 40th uh the the night before your still 40th. stings it's uh been a few days that 40 still stings <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's the other thing i keep thinking was like uh I'm, i've actually got some age behind me i'm a 32 30 32 right now as of this recording i'm 32 uh yes so like you know i, I think about myself like 10 years ago i was only 22 but i was also should have like been re- you know should have graduated by college by now but i didn't go to college it's like but that proper path or that path you took gets you to where you're Absolutely. going anyways because you're here so you know but it's, it's super crazy i just think about like all of the music i've seen all of the bands i've seen live like all of the all of the you know the things i've done even though i feel like some of it is you know maybe quote unquote time wasted i could have played the guitar that whole time instead of taking a break from you know like 20 to 25 or 6 you know and not playing almost at all and you know it what you know all that wasted time and i tried i tried my best like one of my things i did was i i played in a punk band after i learned how to like oh this is where music theory actually fits in and this is i can figure out what key they're in and then i can figure out what chords will fit in where and i i can figure out what they're doing 
and it was the first time I ever listened to an album. It was just like, this is how this song goes, and I just figure out how to play it, and then I'd listen to it. the next song. It's like, this is how this song goes, and I, I did that with Three Finger Betty. With their, just listen to it, and you just got listen it. to it, and that's, got it. That's, that's a, pretty cool. The first it's good ear. It's crazy to actually be able to do that, but like you can start to be like, okay, they're in this key, and then start that's to figure ki- it out. it's kind of a cheater for it a little bit, you know. And being able to figure that stuff out is is phenomenal. It was uh, very very helpful. Yeah, it was good to good. I can't do it. Yo, you could do it. Easy, easy peasy. Okay. You guys could do it. Well, like we were talking earlier, it comes down to putting time in. Me and Clint were talking about this. this is a good one. Like, uh, let's see a, your topic on this. Like, uh, me and Clint. No, like uh, you keep talking. Oh, yeah, I'm on. I'm on the mic. All right. Yeah. So, like, me and Clint were talking earlier about, uh, like, you could put all your all your time into like being a shreddy guitar dude and just being able to like Eddie Van Halen tap solo and do all the nonsense. Um, not that it's nonsense because it's it's awesome. That'd be badass. And I actually want to do that. That's I've. It's so hard. It takes I'm so much in, time. I'm stuck in, in a box on a blues scale, but I'm pretty sure with the help of Mr. Jeremy Ober, we can get me out of the box. Or just just dude, Ober is super good at guitar lessons. He is still doing lessons during this time of tyranny or whatever you want to call it. But you know, like if if you want to do, if, I mean, it's not impossible to do that. But the amount of time you would have to put in to get that good takes away from your songwriting. True. True. I so, wrote a song in months. It's, I'm due. So it's this weird balance of like, where do you want to fit in in there? Mm-hmm. But it was kind of cool the other night. I did see Jeremy was playing something. You're like, hey, how'd you do that? And he showed you how to do it. And yeah, he's yeah. like, and then you can do this if you want. And you were like, oh, yeah. Right, right, right. And it, it, it's like a light bulb went off. And it's cool to actually, that was one of my favorite parts is to absorb a little bit of someone else's knowledge. And Jeremy's good for that, too. Very little, good. You know, Very he's. I don't, I don't know what he did other than spend the time to get good because that's pretty damn humble too. You know what I mean? He's down to earth, cool guy. Yeah, that's you know, it was another thing. Like I, I didn't know how humble everyone would be, and for the most part, everyone is ridiculously humble about uh, playing music. And I mean, even I, I get it in the sense that like me having a podcast and people like you're the podcast guy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a podcast guy. You know, and it's like it didn't really click, click until like. Last night and tonight, that that was the same. Three finger Betty. I saw your show. You were really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it is super cool. Coming back on Saturday, we're doing it again. Exactly. It's super cool to see people like you know out in public that went and saw you on a show. It's probably one of my favorite things ever. Very but, cool. But but it's still like it's humbling. It's weird because like I'm not really 100 percent sure how to react, and I'm not sure anyone is supposed to know how to react to that other than just to say thank you because it's really cool. But uh, I also do get a little bit weirded out, um, gen- just generally speaking, when people, you know, notice me and they're like, oh, hey, you know, like, uh, I went and saw you guys at Community Tap, Clint, and uh, uh, you were just like, oh, it's Peter Stockdale, he plays, you know, Audible Farm Podcast, and I was just like, uh, uh, you know, like, I'm going to go sit down over here in the booth, you know, and just like, sit down quick, and everyone's like, who's that? And it's just like, no, it's, I'm nobody, I'm, but, was you know. Was that full band that night? That was full band, that was a good show. We Ramblers called a riot that night, I heard. <laughs> That was somebody got stabbed that night. Oh, jeez! Okay. You know, you know what's crazy is it's been a while since I've seen you guys as a full band. So seeing you guys as a full band was so it was so impressive. You know, it was it was it was insane because you got to get uh, uh, some of Jordan's songs that he likes to play and some of your songs that you like to play, and you so smushed it all together with play each other's songs. with a full band, and it was it was very full sounding. It was insane. It was uh, had a songs had a different push than they normally would if you were to play them by yourself which is not a bad thing it's just a different thing and it's it's super crazy to to have those different flavors of of the one like you said covering another person's song that's almost what it's like or like going to a jam night but it's like a permanent jam night with your buddies 
that's pretty cool. So even like last night we were watching Jesse record his video, there was this vibe of people just hanging out and it's like, well, there's B-roll, so let's just play music. So, you know, I got to get up there and play with Fernando and Jeremy showed up a little bit later with his electric and stuff and it, it, and you just sitting around playing as well. It's like, holy cow. So this can evolve. And that's how it started for me. Like I was, I was playing solo with an acoustic and Gina, God bless her soul, Patty's, God rest it's. Um, honestly, like she was like, you need to meet this guy. He, he plays drums. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'd love to meet another musician. Boom. There goes the blue ribbon ramblers, you know, like me and Caleb were best freaking friends. That's and, awesome. and then running this jam night, you run into cats like Jesse and everybody else just out there, you know, like give an avenue out and like, I hope people take it. And all of a sudden, I met Brad Hofing. I met Jordan Reuter the same way. Yep. And that feeling of when you're actually playing with somebody and that cohesiveness is just, it's really hard to top. Uh, yeah, so like, uh, it's, it's... It's hard it, to match that feeling, honestly. Like, when you get that cohesiveness of, like, everybody getting together on the same channel, making the same noise together. There's nothing better than that. Yeah, totally. I, you know, it's crazy to like think about that because like I met Brad, but through the internet, and then Brad was just like, "You got to talk to Clint," and I'd never met Brad even. He's, he's <laughs> you know? just he's decent with the social, like the reaching out to the right people for the right things. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's and it's crazy because that's how I met you, and like you know, as this is your third time on the sh on the podcast here, but like you know, you're one of those people that like you've got the jam night over here in Barnum that uh, you host. And uh, it's it's probably one of my favorite, like I said, it was one of my favorite jam nights to go to because it's, it's low key. You're cool with anybody going up there doing literally anything they want to for the most part. there's I've seen people play flutes up there. I mean, yep. it's, it's there's no, nothing's off limits. So like, yeah, like, no doubt. I miss that. Rochelle, Rochelle, um, she, she has a real legitimate job and she just comes around and she's like, you know, I've been, I've been taking classical lessons, but I, I just like this feel and this vibe. So she'll get up there and play along with me to some of my originals. And I'm like, I never would have thought a violin needed to be in the song. But like rosy red eyes with a nice smooth draw on it. Shout out to Rochelle. Yeah, it's really cool to actually like have that dynamic of things come out. Because like you never know if you want to record that song, maybe you hit her up and she throws something down. Yeah, no you know? And you never knew that would have happened unless she had showed up to a jam night and you had showed up. And... Um, I mean, the whole time I'm saying this, I'm not saying at another jam night they they would reject a violinist or something. Oh, sure, no, you no, You know, no. but it's just uh, it's just kind of crazy because it seems like over here you could see literally anything. Like, you might see somebody hauling a tuba in here or something. Not, not that they would or wouldn't, but you never know. There's been a cello and one of the most unique. Uh, there was this cat out of, gosh, I forget which town, but um, just a little south of us. Like, he took a drive, but he brought up an electrified wash tub bass it's just like a mop stick and like a wash tub and one piece of clothesline clothesline string cool it, yeah and you know you adjust you adjust the tone by the tension on that line like he's just yep. bending this it's i actually saw primus uh play live one time and oh let's play yeah Claypool i could see that happen played yeah. one of those he played it in a, a monkey suit and and <laughs> And when done well, like, honestly, that thing was, you can nail some solos that you don't think would 
occur with washing instruments. Yeah, it's pretty wild because it was somewhere, you know, like I remember it sounding somewhere kind of like a mouth harp. You remember the songs? Like, oh, yeah. Yep. They call them jaw harps and yep. then it got, yeah, turned into a, a yeah. jew harp, but that's yep. not the right at that's, all correct term. No. It's a jaw harp. Yes. And, yep. But it's a, I, so I was at Living History Farms on a field trip and I'm like 13 years old and the blacksmith there says anybody know what an apprentice is and i'm like of course everybody knows what an apprentice is you've seen the sorcerer's stone so yeah. uh I, i've seen uh, that donald trump show you fired oh no, god okay. anyways oh, next god. next uh, so so <laughs> i raised my hand i'm like i do and he's like that's awesome i'm gonna show you how to bend the steel and he, he made a jaw harp like in the blacksmith shop and since i was the apprentice uh-huh. uh, i helped him make it so I don't know whatever happened to that, but I used to play it until my teeth hurt because yeah. if you don't do it right, it'll it hits just your catch you. I still remember the first time somebody showed me one of those. Uh, Sarah Baldus showed me one of those, and I was like, I got to figure out how to play this thing. And it took me a while to figure out how to get noise to come out, but once you do, it's like... It's a bow, bow, bow. This thing yeah. is so cool, and it's uh, they're pretty cheap online, actually. You can get one easily for under 10 bucks. So I wish like, I had that one I made. Huh? I feel bad for losing that. pretty neat that you actually made one, you yep. know? Um I was the apprentice. I didn't do anything. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Don't touch this. It's hot." All right. <laughs> uh, Jesse, you play any other instruments? Like, uh, I mean, obviously you play the guitar. You're you, you're starting to figure out the lead thing. I mean, it's cool to actually like. I've seen you play here now for the last six months or so. Uh, I've seen you playing at the Jam Nights in Barnum. All right. It's cool to watch you get better and better even playing leads sometimes and appreciate that man appreciate that i feel like i'm starting to get a little grasp on it the more you mess with it the better you get i mean i think the funnest part about that was like about a year ago or so i was in your shoes you know so i was like i was starting to like figure out like okay they're playing this and then you know okay they're in a so then i can i can do this and then you start to like do that kind of stuff you know i got some oh, yeah. i think some of the best stuff was like i was nervous so i got i just asked everyone for advice with like uh you know like uh, I think some of the best I, advice I got was from Scott Dahl, and it was just like, you know, you just sit back and you just do what you're supposed to do, and you just wait for your time, and then when it's your time, that's when you do the stuff you want to do, you know. And sure, it's just sure. like, and it's like all that makes sense, you know. You're pretty much like everybody's just, you know, kind of playing rhythm guitar until it's your turn to rip some leads, yeah, and yeah. then you just, and then it's a, hey, it's your turn. It's like, okay, I'm gonna do the lead, you know. <laughs> so you don't try to get too fancy and go overboard and take over the song and go nuts and. I'm going to le- play leads the whole time, even when they're singing, you know, yeah, everyone no. look at me, I'm going to look at the wah pedal and the whole nine yards, you know? So like, it's kind of fun to be like, oh, I can fit this. I don't have to go nuts. I can just fit this little lick in here. And you should check out, uh, and check out break these chains demo on my YouTube channel. It's a uh, very raw. It was one take stuff and it still kind of shreds, but I want to read, I want to read that one with Brad Hofing. You'll Check have, that video out. Do you have a? Do you know what your like YouTube channel is? Jesse Wilson. I need to refine it. There's lots of Jesse Wilsons out there, but if you type in Jesse Wilson, break these chains demo, you'll you'll get to my page. You can. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll try and track it down and post a link and to we might the, do your a channel. Filtering later and mess with that too. If yeah. You want to. I'll try and put a link to that down in my uh, YouTube cool, channel man. so that way cool. you can in the description section if anybody wants. That's what I'm gonna try and do like the best I can. I will uh, tag you in in this and uh, at least post links to your YouTube channel where people can watch some of your stuff and that cool. way you know people can check it out at least that's when, in its infancy too so when that video comes gonna, out yeah i mean like it'll, it'll be better that's that's like some of the best part though is like uh starting the thing Wrong. from yeah starting it from scratch and then you start to see like oh man like 
this is how it actually gets really produced and, and published and gets to be this actual full thing that I never actually thought it could be because it was this raw when it started. Very cool. And it's... Uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, I I think about that all the time. Like, I I don't write my own music and show it to people because I'm like too nervous and stuff or whatever, and I'm not the best songwriter anyway. So it's kind of you know double edged sword. But uh, it is. You're putting yourself out there. It's t- it's tough to put yourself out there. It is. But like, uh, John Waugh writes you know almost everything for Three Finger Betty, and I say almost everything because he can't play all of it at the same time. That's the only reason he doesn't write everything. But uh, but he writes a song, and he'll come to all of us, and he'll be like, I wrote this song, and this is kind of how I want it to go on an electric guitar. Can you build all the other pieces around it? Sure, sure. And, That's you know, a pretty cool character to have around, I'd say. And it's and it's and and then everyone's just like, here we go. This is you know this is now what the song sounds like. And, uh, you know, for the most – oh, I just – yeah. But for the most part, like uh, – He's he's really really good. He's I've never heard him like really critique me and be like you can't play this and don't play that. So he's really open to let people interpret the song as they want to. And the best like example of that is he also plays in another band and he, some of the songs he plays in both bands. That's cool. And they're different. So that's like cool too. They're kind of the wow, same, but like you can tell that it's the same song. But it's like oh this is not even like there's a longer break in here. Like this one has way more solos. This one like this is, like full of drum stuff. My heavy, and, my heavy song "Break These Chains" is totally different yeah. dynamic on acoustic than yeah. it is electric. I think that was one of the coolest things like going to see you at jam nights and stuff. Was uh first you got a pretty a deep catalog of music already you know like playing uh the amount of songs you can play is pretty wide you know it's uh you can just sit there and keep going and going but like uh like i said you could you know throw it in drop d and play something a little bit lower and stuff yeah, and yeah. you can just keep going with pretty much anything it's uh it was fun to see somebody get on an acoustic guitar and kind of play you know rock oh, man, like some heavier that. stuff because it's i appreciate that you don't always see that um not that you don't ever see it but right, you don't right. always see that i mean even on a local level it's not very something you see very often yeah, so yeah. it's kind of fun to see that actually happening i just want to do songs like my own or covers that rock and like i want to be able to, final goal would be like three four hour show just where it just rocks just keeps smacking in the face yeah dude song yep. after song that's what i want to do I think you. I think you're on the right course. I think you're. Uh, you've got everything right where you need it to be. I think you've surrounded yourself with the right group of people. And I. I. Agree. I, I you know, it's everybody here is. Uh, you know, kind of in it to help one another. Everyone in the Fort Dodge music community. It's it's so much deeper and well built than. I mean, hit up the Fort Dodge Fine Arts Association. They've they've got some awesome stuff going on. They help a lot of businesses and a lot of artists and and musicians and companies and and you know playhouses and the whole nine yards i mean they're all about all helping everybody out i mean it's there's a nice network of people up here helping people out we were talking josh mason regional rock hour um everybody in the bands around the area so if uh you know if you're up from the northern iowa area if you want to if you want to uh you know hit any of us up we can you know help you find shows and things like that you know jump on a show with somebody or whatever it's it's pretty cool uh up here and there's a lot of places to play now and uh i mean yeah yeah man it's uh yeah i mean it's the it's kind of fun this is this might be a good time not only to uh sit down and record and do stuff but network and book shows for future dates because you know there's going to be future dates to book so that you know eventually someone's going to have to book them support those bars how you can yeah yeah definitely yeah so 
So yeah, I, uh, you know, I sat down with Clint for a little bit here and talked uh, coronavirus. We kind of handed the mic back and forth, but Jesse Wilson also joined me. Um, hey, hey, yeah, got it right, Jesse Wilson. Yep. I don't think uh, I don't know if anybody said the full name on that one, but Jesse Wilson. Jesse Wilson. Uh, you know, hey man, it's it's cool to actually, you know, like I said, I went to a jam night in Barnum once, and uh, I I didn't even know who you were, and I haven't seen you play before, and like I said, you weren't. You said you weren't very active, you know, and then all of a sudden you're just like, I'm going to go to these jam nights and do these things and mm-hmm. go do my, my own thing at these, play my own acoustic stuff. And it was just like, you know, who is this guy? And all of a sudden you're like, man, this guy's, this guy's pretty damn good. And then it's like, man, this guy's getting better, you know, and then it's appreciate all of a sudden it's that, just man. like, all of a sudden it's much. like, boom, we got this song. Check out this song, you know, so, <laughs> so he's got a song, it's recorded. We're, we're getting it finished here. Not McGee, because I'm not doing it, but he's getting it finalized. Kind of he's exciting. get he's getting a video. Yeah, I mean, well, it's well. it's cool to see all this happen. So uh, in in the near future, check it out. Uh, if nothing else, make sure you shoot him a friend request or something, or follow him on Facebook. If nothing else, thanks, man. I, I know you it. I know you can follow profiles on Facebook. So uh, yeah. if if you want to go ahead and shoot him a friend request or follow him, uh, check out some of his stuff that he's got going on. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we're going to try our best to help set you up maybe with a YouTube channel or uh, clean that thing up, the one that you got, or maybe a Facebook page or something like that. Maybe get you an Instagram or something. Cool. Put you in know. the link below, right? It, yeah, absolutely. Got to make <laughs> like it. We're going to try and make it official. So check it out. We're going to have links below to anything that we can uh, we can muster up here in the, in the near future. And uh, I'm going to have this episode edited tonight and out tonight. So uh, hopefully we'll get it up there and... Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for joining me, Clint. Uh, really appreciate you joining me. He's given us the thumbs up on that one. Let's see. Any last words from I Clint? love you, Peter Stockdale. <laughs> appreciate it, Clint. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Oh, baby. There's another episode in the bank. It's good to sit down and talk to Clint again. Uh, you know, it's always fun sitting down and talking with him, going to jam night, seeing what he's up to. And huge shout out to Jesse for stopping by. And uh, jumping in on the podcast, uh, I'm really glad I got to sit down and talk to him. You know, he's I've seen him playing a lot recently, and he's, uh, he's, he's getting some things done, you know, recording a song and a video, and it's kind of cool. It's cool to see the community kind of coming together and all the musicians doing all the cool things they're doing. You know, it's also really cool to see somebody kind of learn and grow and get better before your eyes, uh, you know, ridiculously fast. He's gotten really comfortable on stage. He's gotten really good at doing what he's doing, so... You know, if you got a chance to see Jesse Wilson, uh, check it out. Otherwise, stop by Barnum Jam Night sometime. Uh, maybe not anytime soon with this COVID-19 stuff. But, but I'll tell you what. Everybody, just do what you got to do to survive until whenever. And then enjoy live music. Because t- there's people writing music, recording music, putting out videos, putting out songs. It is going like gangbusters right now. So, uh Expect a big explosion of live music sometime in the near future. I will hopefully have another podcast episode up for you next week. And uh, maybe we'll talk to some of these people that have been doing some stuff. You know, uh, I want to say, well, as last night it would have been, as as you guys are hearing this, it would have been Wednesday night. But it, uh, Wednesday night, Tank Anthony Band went live for like three plus hours. You know, we were talking about it a tiny bit on the podcast. That's killer, man. It's just su- super cool to see people going out there doing their doing their thing gigs are canceled doesn't matter we'll play a show anyways tune in live facebook venmo us if you want you know that's awesome that's cool so uh you know hats off to all the people working hard you know hats off to jesse for writing music and having the guts to go up on stage and and do it and put it all out there uh kudos man you deserve uh you know all the credit you can it's 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 amazing uh, i'm really proud of you for doing all this stuff you know it's uh it's one thing to write music, but it's a whole other thing to go put it all out there and, and let it all hang out. So kudos. Uh, everybody check out Jesse Live. Check out Clint Live. I got links down below to all their goodies. 
We did end up making a Facebook page and an Instagram page for Jesse. So check those out down below. Otherwise, I got Blue Ribbon Ramblers links down below for Clint. And I will check you guys, oh, probably next week. Hopefully this whole thing blows over soon and uh, everybody's good to go. So everybody stay safe out there. I will check you next week. Peace.